The following is a fourth hand production. New radio. to the weird and mysterious world of the inhuman experience a paranormal podcast where we explore the strange and unexplained coming to you from the mothership directly above the uncanny valley my name is bobby anthem alias the molly llama and with me as always the original dj for run dmt my partner my ace my fellow inhuman bobby blades but today i am third eye unblind <laughs> What's happening, man? <laughs> Exciting, man. We finally got our boy. And I, I don't want to give it away just yet, but yeah, yeah. He, he hosts a pretty prominent podcast in the wrestling world. Yeah, yeah. I will say that we had his partner on way back in the day, man. We've yeah. been doing this for a minute now. He's been on with us. Yeah, and, uh, on, on our third episode, I believe it was, or second. Wow. Yeah, he, he actually used to help us out early on, man. I don't know. I don't know if we're giving strong enough clues. <laughs> I don't know if but, the people will remember, man. That that was such a long time ago. It was, man. And plus, you know, their memories might be a little hazy if they you know, partake in, in certain substances. That's right. I feel like I was on one long acid trip. We're going to get into another uh, pretty decent acid trip, man. And it's not going to be a bad one, I promise. Are you sure about that? Can, can you can you absolutely assure me that it's not going to be a bad trip this time? That actually might end up being pretty vicious. I don't know. <laughs> I like what you did there. <laughs> Weird. But in case you haven't gotten a hint yet, especially with that last bombshell Bobby drop, we have Jim Vicious from Suplex City Limits with us today. It's been a long time coming, man. We've been talking about this for such a long time. We actually got to sit down and, and talk to him. And man, I'm just I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how this comes together. Yeah, and what what's interesting is I didn't know that this was your first time actually talking to Jim. Yeah, man, as far back as we go, you know, we interacted a lot on uh, social media, and you know, when all of that got to be a little too ugly and I bounced, uh, Jim said, hey, man, look, you know, here's my number. So, you know, we, we would text a lot. So we had a lot of text conversations, but this is our first time actually speaking voice to voice. And it was just incredibly cool. Man. Oh, yeah. It's always awesome talking to Jim. I remember when we used to play Gears of War, um, we'd just be kicking back playing Gears of War, talking a bunch of shit, having fun, you know? Yeah. Those were the days. Yeah, well, that's cool, man. Jim is an easy dude to talk to, man. And he has done a lot of shit. <laughs> yes, apparently. <laughs> and we're we're going to talk about a lot of that shit today. Yeah, and um, to, to boot, he's got himself a good old alien story, UFO story. Which, which we always enjoy hearing about. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So we're not going to tease you any longer. We know that... Uh, uh, we know you want to take a hit of this. 
So let's light this motherfucker up, man, and take a hit right now. <laughs> Woo! What up, far knockers? Aries! Stop insulting people. These are potential listeners. Yeah, I'm so sure. Happy horror coffee break, old time horror radio show. We take the best and worst <laughs> creepy pasta stories online, and our finest of quality reenactors perform them for you in the style of old timey horror radio dramas. Everyone knows it's just you disguising your voice poorly. No, it's not. Besides, we have an abundance of great guests. There's music and t shirts, and a bunch of dick and fart jokes. You're not wrong. <laughs> Catch us on all the major podcasts, thingamawarpers. We're on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Schlapstick, Hard Knockers, and the rest. Idiot. Tune in every other Friday. There's a new episode. Or just stick your head in an oven. Same difference. Aries. <laughs> we need to have a little chat. <laughs> Toodles! A couple weeks ago, I had a dream. Uh, in this dream, I was working at a photo hut or some similar place. It wasn't, it might not have exactly been a photo hut, but it was a place that developed photos. In 2020, I'm working a job developing photos. And uh, it was winter time. And I worked there with Tyler Fudge. Uh, it was closing time, so we were the only two there. And I don't know if he had like a like a management position or whatever. Uh, but you know, I he, I, that place, man. I'm telling you, this place is fucking insane. This dude, Tyler was the fucking manager in this place, I guess, because he and I were the only two there. It was closing time, and he told me, he said, "Yeah, I got this, man. If you want to take off, I can close out." So, you know, I said, "Thanks," you know. So I go out to the parking lot, and it's snowing. It's fucking freezing. And in the parking lot is Jim Vicious because Jim is Tyler's ride. <laughs> so I say, what's up to Jim? I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, hey, what's up? You know, here to pick up Tyler. I'm like, cool. All right. So um, I go to hop in my car. That's another crazy thing. In my dream, I could drive. In real life, I'm blind as fuck. Like, it's not a gimmick. I cannot see. So, but in my dream, I, I drive uh, some type of a black SUV. Um, I don't know what kind it was because you know, I haven't operated a vehicle in about 20 years so i hop in i try to start it and it won't start you know so i'm i'm pissed off because it's cold i'm trying for several minutes to start this fucking thing and it's not starting jim looks over at me he's like hey man you good i'm like no i'm not good my fucking car won't start and jim says oh that's fucked up you know let me know if you need a ride somewhere I'm like oh, cool i go back into the building and tell tyler what's going on he's like oh man that's fucked up i'm sure jim will give you a ride if you want well, yeah, I guess so. Tyler's like, go out to the car and wait for him. So I go back to the car. And Jim's like, all right, man, if you need a ride, you know, Tyler and I are just about to go pick up some weed. I think you should ride with us. And I say, Jim, I don't smoke. I've never smoked, man. You know that about me. I'm as clean as can be. And Jim says, no, nah, it, it's cool, man. Trust me. Your car is fucked up. Ride with us to get some weed. I say, Jim, how is smoking weed and getting high going to fix my car. Jim says, it's not going to fix your car, but it will help you not give a fuck. 
and I could not argue <laughs> with that logic. So in my dream, That's I so went to go bad. pick up some weed with Jim Vicious and Tyler Fudge. <laughs> I would never put you in the position of being a part of the drug deal. (laughs) But I do firmly believe in that in that ethos then. It doesn't it's just fuck it, yeah, nothing matters really. You just smoke some weed and you'll forget about all your problems. Yeah, you're not gonna worry about your car anymore. Yeah, so so parts of the dream made sense, man. But you would worry about it tomorrow, really. You you just smoke weed all night, you'd worry about it tomorrow when you woke up. Because my car is still sitting there in the parking lot. But anyway, that dream was real. That actually happened in the dream. And for right now, the Inhumans have Jim Vicious on our show, man. Thanks for thanks for doing this with us, man. It's been a long time coming. Dude, it's just it's nonsense of why we haven't. <laughs> we're like, yeah, I would do that. Yeah. No, we just never do. So we're yeah, here we today. Do, we've been cool. friends for a long time, so this was bound to happen. And I'm just I'm thrilled to death. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, so blaze man what are we getting into we're getting into more drugs hallucinogens <laughs> like, we're, we're gonna try some lsd we're, we're gonna try a little bit of uh dmt uh maybe do some magic mushrooms uh what, what's that uh salvia yeah we're gonna fuck with that too <laughs> not all of that not me anyway. <laughs> We're all we're all in the same studio, and we're gonna take everything, and we're just gonna be high off our asses for a while. That's First a spinoff time. podcast yeah. where we <laughs> do a different drug episode. Speaking, I of, guarantee man, that exists, dude. Speaking of, on last week's episode, you guys were so fucking high. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm yeah. listening to it, and you're forgetting what you're saying. And you guys were talking slow at one point. And I was like, these guys are, these two guys are baked off their asses right now, man. Oh, we had an hour and a half of tech problems. So <laughs> oh, yeah. we just sat yeah. there and like, we're angry and smoking the whole time. It's like, fuck. <laughs> it was hilarious though. I loved it. I was like, these guys yeah. have never been this high before. <laughs> Pushing the limits of how high you can record a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I liked how I liked how that one started off with you just laughing like before before the whole uh, suicide prevention thing even came <laughs> in. You just laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. got to be serious with that one. You can't be giggling with that. Yeah, so I can't speak on DMT. I can't speak on salvia either. <clears throat> but I can speak on the rest of those things you mentioned. Oh yeah, I was just kidding about the DMT and salvia because none of us have done it. Um, especially when we were talking to Tyler about it. I'm like, yeah, we got this uh, drug called Salvia, man. It's like, oh, I don't know, man. I never did that shit. So. <laughs> Dude, I used to work at a Papa John's that was just a drug central. Like, there'd be nights where just everybody, not me, but other people would do cocaine all night. Or it was just a very drug place. Like, if I would, somebody needed drugs, they'd be like, Dude, I'm, go, I'm going to work tonight, so I'll get whatever you need, you know? <laughs> Dude, wasn't kid, Papa John's smoking. like some kind of pedo thing or whatever? Oh, no. No, dude. Oh, I don't know. It's a drug thing where I work. Oh, okay. This I, kid think was... Blade, I think you're getting that mixed up with Pizzagate and the fact that uh, Papa John said some really racist shit Maybe, like, uh, yeah, a couple yeah. years ago. The, the Mandela effect. I'll blame it on that. Yeah, yeah. Papa John is a racist. Okay. Uh, that's That's for sure. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> this kid was smoking salvia in the office, 
and he fucking lost his shit. He took one big rip of the stuff, <laughs> coughed it out, and just freaked the fuck out. People had to like jump on him and shit. And afterward, he's like, I feel like I turned into a demon. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's cool. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been a little too much. But you mentioned hallucinogens, and I keep still like just ten minutes ago, I thought of another one. I keep remembering other times I took hallucinogens that I've completely forgotten about. So I don't know where you want to go with this. Let me just talk, tell you some of the shit or what. Yeah, you can. Blades unless, yeah, Blades, unless you have any specific questions, man, Jim, just, just, yeah, just kind of roll it with rip. that. I got nothing specific at all. Well, there's multiple situations. So, there's one time that my buddy showed up at my place. It's maybe midnight or something. We eat mushrooms at like one or two in the morning, stay up all night seeing things, watching the walls breathe. And then we went out to eat, uh, had some breakfast. We're waiting for the sun to come because we're going antelope hunting. And we're tripping. And he's driving somehow. But anyway, we were out and end up out on mushrooms on some gravel road in the middle of nowhere. And there's, he's chasing an antelope with his truck. He's given up on shooting him at this point. They come across the road. And he fucking floors it. And there was this antelope was so close to the front of the truck that when it would run, I would see the rocks come up off of its feet and hear him hitting the... That's just like yeah. what my brain was really processing at the time was just the rocks coming off of its feet <laughs> so we almost ran over an antelope he almost Jeez. murdered an antelope with a truck high on mushrooms <laughs> oh, geez. tried to drive to a concert uh, i ate them as i put the car in gear so like i gotta get in i have a car full of my friends i eat them i put the car in drive we go pick up another friend who's the straight shooter who luckily would save us later by driving Oh, wow. Try to drive out to this concert. It's like 15 miles away. And by the time we get out there, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. I'm turning into random farm fields and shit. (laughs) Any kind of a little entrance, I'm like, oh, there it is. And I would just turn and we'd be down like by corn and shit (laughs) in the grass. I had to drive back up out of there. But holy shit. How long did it take for um, for the mushrooms to kick in while you were driving? Uh, faster than it took for me to get there. I don't know what we thought it would take or why I thought that was a good idea. I think I was just being a fucking cocky asshole. You know? <laughs> just to be like, just gonna rise out of the people with me. Oh, maybe, yeah. But later that night, well, first I one guy to drive us home because we got to the show and we all kind of freaked out. I was like, this stinky punk rock fucker who died of hepatitis since then, one of our friends, he smelled like deep fried food all the time, but he was fucking harassing us and shit. And like, oh, we gotta get out of here. So the straight shooter drives us home and like I white remember white knuckles sitting in front of this train. We're this is like one of those doesn't have the crossers either, you know, you're just sitting right there in front of a train that's moving like I don't know how fast. But just tripping just tripping out of my mind and just white knuckle watching this train go by. Later went home and when I walked into the living room, everything the whole room went to a point in the far corner. Yeah. You know, so as you're walking in, the rooms just get smaller and smaller over in that corner. You're know, oh, like, shit. fuck, you can't go over <laughs> You can't go over <laughs> that Like, literally walking over there and, like, putting your hands up trying to, you know, make sure that it's actually there. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I had to go that way because I had to go to the bathroom. And when I went to the bathroom, first off, I looked down to piss and the floor kind of just goes away. 
and it looks looks endless, like an endless cliff yeah. and a floating toilet. <laughs> oh shit! And then on my way out, I looked in the mirror, and when I would breathe in, my face would get like cartoonishly big, like inflated, like a balloon, and it would turn bright fire truck red. And when I would exhale, I would exhale, and my face, I would see a skull. I would see my skull. I would see myself like so skinny and like that I would see my skull. And I just sat there and watched. I don't know for how long. I don't suggest I just, looking at yourself in the mirror on hallucinogens. Yeah. And I this heard, was this was on mushrooms. That was yeah, that was mushrooms. Well, I started off with LSD. When we were younger we did do LSD. And it wasn't until later that we did mushrooms. I think mushrooms are the are the better experience you, but you know what uh one of my best friends in the world he told me he told me a couple of his experiences you know because he's had a bunch you know over the years he's we're the same age he's 45 now but he told me uh he used to take a whole bunch of shit before going to work um <laughs> you know he was a, he was a <laughs> he was a server at like uh shit where was he uh tgi fridays i think or some shit and um he said he took some fucking mushrooms and went to take a shower. He said he was fucked up. He knew he had fucked up. Uh, he went to take a shower. He turned the water on and he said it seemed like forever before the water would actually come out. He could hear the water trying to come up the pipes. <laughs> you know? And he said he said he stood there just looking up at the faucet and the faucet like like starting to look really huge. And then he said the water droplets came out individually and they were coming out in slow motion and they were huge and yeah. even though they were coming slow he's trying to guard himself because he's like oh shit this water's gonna kill me yeah. you know so big huge water droplets are coming out one at a time just exploding on him pow 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 he could he could feel it he could hear every drop and he was freaking the fuck out in the corner of his, his shower yeah i think it's uh i don't suggest to people to do drugs but Things like mushrooms, I think, like one, you should try it once, maybe in your life, because uh, it's an experience for sure. Dude, with, with the anxiety <clears throat> I that I have, I would probably freak out about everything. Well, that's just it. My chick wants to do it, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't want to deal with it because you never really know what somebody's gonna do. You know, if they don't eat too much, you're gonna probably be okay. They're not gonna freak out, and, right? You know, yeah. even though I saw my face as a skull. <laughs> I knew I was what I was doing, and I, I yeah. knew like okay, we still, I still knew the rules of the world. You know okay, yeah. physics were still physics. So you were pretty much still under control, even though you were seeing freaky shit. Well, you just got to keep telling yourself like you're tripping. You ate mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. think that would be scary though, because I remember the time. I don't know if I shared this with everybody before, but I got a little too high, and it felt like my head was like twenty sizes too big. And my forehead was just kind of hanging over and it was bringing the rest of my head down. <laughs> the guy who was over, he was rolling a blunt and I'm sitting there and I'm like, damn, we've been sitting here for three hours and he's still rolling this fucking blunt. What's taking him so long? And it, it just like time had no meaning. And I, I swear I was watching him roll that blunt for the entire night, but it was only like a couple minutes had gone by. <laughs> And that's just, just weed. <laughs> yeah, man, I was just fucked up. I remember you telling me part of that story. Yeah. 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 There's all kinds of things, man. Like, I remember being at a, a packed house party 
for Christmas. It was, you know, they this group, big group of people got together every year for Christmas and be like 75 people or something in this house, packed house. And I remember being dressed like Santa Claus and taking a, a fistful of like, <laughs> mushrooms out into the kitchen where there's people everywhere. And there's a veggie tray and I just dunk them. We all did. Well, all of us were eating them anyway. Dunk them in the fucking ranch. <laughs> eat them. And I just remember being a fucking madman dressed like Santa Claus on mushrooms running around this party all night long. <laughs> oh, man. Do they actually taste like shit? Yeah, they taste... Well, they don't taste like feces, but they do taste shitty. Oh, okay. I mean, you I can eat them. They're fine, but... But yeah, I mean, if you have a big vat of ranch sitting there, as well dunk them in there. Yeah, I heard That's people wild. put them in yogurt to make them taste better. I mean, they don't taste that so bad that you can't just eat them. Huh. Uh, okay, so two things. One, uh, you mentioned a few minutes ago, you said your, your lady wants to try it. So she's never, never yeah. done mushrooms? Okay. Yeah, she's never done anything. She's, free, she's a straight shooter, man. She barely oh, even drinks. Oh, you know, she, she doesn't do other shit either, so. All right. So, all right. I have a friend of mine who's a really switched-on guy, but he microdoses mushrooms. He's been doing it for a long time. I don't know. Yeah, that's, um, I think, like, there's studies on that as a legitimate treatment for, like, PTSD and um, depression yeah. and shit, I believe. Oh, yeah, Joe Rogan was talking about that. I think there's a lot, you know, d- the, that's why I want to try DMT so bad. Yeah, I was going to ask you has. about that too. I want to try, try that because it's like the next level of it, you know, you hit has some he kind broken of, through? I don't know. <laughs> I don't really ask him that much about it. Yeah, you should find out, man, because that's what I'm interested in, man. Because I, I know that some people try DMT and they just, you know, it, it, it has sort of a mild effect, but I guess when you take enough, you actually break through when you're in a a completely different reality where you're talking to like machine elves and like you're flying around in a different world. That's the part I'm interested in. The part that you have to, you look at yourself, you realize all of your flaws in one moment and shit. That that sounds terrifying. I have too many flaws. That sounds fucking I've heard people talk about that on DMT that they, they faced all like everything. That's what I hear. That's what I hear about. Um, like, uh, peyote. I hear that and, about uh, acid, man. I hear that acid, like just yeah. any any um, anything that you don't like about yourself, it all comes to the surface when you're on acid. <laughs> just like, fuck. That's terrible. It could if you have a bad trip, man. Oh, if you get yourself on a bad thought process, you know, if you're tripping mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my god, my my heart is going too fast or something, you know, that's where you're in danger because it's not. But you're gonna fucking freak yourself out, and then you're gonna go. You know, who knows what? Yeah, you know that's the other that's the other thing I wanted to ask you about before you go off into more of the things that you've done. Because man, I'm like this is this is good shit, man. This is what I've been wanting to hear. But uh, you said uh, you said you used acid first or before mushrooms, at least. What was yeah. your first What was your first experience like, if you can remember, with uh, with LSD? We always did it in groups, even mushrooms. I've never done it by myself. I'm always with some, you know, at least one or two other people. So the first time we ever did it was we we're pretty young, 18, 19 or something like that. And all I really remember about that is Mr. Tilty, which is this, this dude had a pinball machine in the basement. Yeah. And we were all, there's probably like six, seven, eight of us that time. 
who ate who uh, tried, did LSD. And I remember all of us playing this. And in our collective trip, the machine was broken, and it would it would do all kinds of fucked up shit. Like all of a sudden, tilt would come up, and you somebody'd have to be underneath it and turn it off and on real quick. And like some of the, I don't know, in our brains, it was just not functioning properly. But really, it was just people on every button. So it'd be like one guy on the right button, one guy on the left button, one guy's on the power switch for when it goes, to, you know, when Mr. Tilty comes out. <laughs> and I just remember everybody having like a part of this. And and when it made it go tilted, people like screaming, Mr. Tilty! You know, just like fucking, and the guys under there flipping the switch and shit. And eventually, and the guy, you know, the guy whose house it was wasn't really around. I don't know where he was, but eventually we're doing it and it just, boom, black. So Bidwell she just dies. And we're like, fuck, we're trying to turn it on. Nothing fucking works. We're like, holy shit. So we go in this room and we're all sitting around and the owner of the place comes down and he's sitting in there and he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And he kind of gets up and he goes out to play pinball <laughs> and he flips the switch on the bottom and it fucking turns on. <laughs> I have no idea. How. My memory of that was just that pinball machine and screaming Mr. Tilty. <laughs> Probably for fucking hours, dude. <laughs> Probably like for you hours. were playing a pinball machine that wasn't even turned on. <laughs> or that <laughs> you imagine that just like seven dudes sat around ah, fucking flipping the switch Mr. Tilty <laughs> yeah <laughs> Mr. Tilty man <laughs> holy shit man. so that was the first time that I ever did anything like that did nice. later with mushrooms and I don't know I remember like the most recent time I did I went to my buddy's house he's a suburbanite he's one of my friends who used to be cool but now he lives in the suburbs and buys like has a boat and a camper and shit it's like four <laughs> kids and just like a complete suburbanite right. and i ate, i was like all right cool man i'm gonna get these mushrooms and then i'll watch the fireworks and it'll be awesome you know well i miscalculated the time i took him way too early and the sun is still up and there's people everywhere and people i don't know his suburbanite friends and co-workers and shit and i'm out of my mind it's like a hundred degrees outside i'm just pouring sweat tripping mushrooms this old fat lady is being introduced to me and she's got this face blah, 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 and it's just the you know, those big fucking turkey things under her chin and yeah. she's dude she is fucking melting she is melting in front of me like holy fuck her face just looks like it's melting off it was so bad and i just went in the house and hid in the basement how long ago was this, roughly? Oh, that was a couple of years, five years ago, maybe. I think that was the last time. It's really hard for me to remember a little. Yeah. Because I smoke weed every day. Smoke <laughs> weed every day. What else uh, What else have you done? Um, I don't know. I, I didn't really... I think I smoked meth one time. But Good lord, man. <laughs> but only one time. <laughs> okay. Holy just boys. once. Only only once. Well, a lot of things were like that, dude. Like, yeah, black tar heroin. I smoked it one time. You know, there's a lot of things where I was like, well, I would do this one time yeah. just to check it out, you know? Now, that's what I have to ask about because I'm not going to go into de I wasn't going to go into detail. And actually, we kind of talked about this a little bit before the recording. I definitely don't want to go into detail about um, my personal uh, shit with it, but. I will say that I, I have lost somebody um, 
one person who I love a great deal. Um, you know, my heart hurts that she's gone. Um, and lost her to heroin. And when she was on it, I never asked her what she got out of it, what she felt like the first time she did it or anything like that. Uh, but since you tried it and you're like, you're, you're good. What was that experience like? Well, we just smoked it. And as I recall, it was just very, I mean, it's like any opiate. All opiates are the same. If you ever fucked with any of them, they're all the same. You know, whether it's like Oxycontins or heroin or any of that shit, it's all the same thing. Smoked it. It was like, yeah, it was calming and shit, you know, but it wasn't near as, you know, people shooting up shit, which I would have never done in my my life. I would have never put a needle in my heart. Or, I never even snorted shit, cocaine, or any of that shit. I was like, that's fucking crazy. That's crazy for me. But yeah, I don't know. So if you've ever done any of those things, and you know, you know the history of where they're like the World War II soldiers are addicted to morphine and they're like, oh, we can't have this. Try this instead. <laughs> have this heroin. But yeah, I've lost friends, man. One of my friends came back. He was going to school out in Washington. He came back and we had a party. It's a bunch of people. We saw him and it's like, fuck yeah, dude. And we were playing a show the next day. He was like, we'll see you tomorrow, dude. And I didn't even know he ever did that shit. And the next day before, right, right before our show, they're like, oh, he, he died. Mm. His yeah. parents found him with a fucking needle in his arm. Like, holy shit. That's funny. Yeah, that, that hurts, man. That's crazy. Yeah. So that shit Look. is... Nuts, man. I don't suggest that shit. I suggest no. maybe you eat mushrooms once in your life and maybe you smoke some weed. That's all I suggest. Right. Look, look, one more heroin thing. When I when I lived in Pittsburgh, I was uh, not long out of college. Actually, wherever I was living, my daughter was a baby at this time. So I was still with my kid's mom. And uh, she was out somewhere. I think she was out shopping with her sister or whatever. And uh, so I was home alone. And we had only lived in this house for a couple of months. And there was a neighbor down the street. She was a single mom and she had two kids. And this lady was a recovering heroin addict. So, um, you know, my kid's mom, she makes it her business to know everybody. And I do everything I can to stay as far away from humans as possible. So we're in this house for a couple of months. This lady comes to my door with her daughter, who's like 11 years old. This little girl is, is wearing nothing but a robe. She's wearing a bathrobe. And this lady is like, hey, I have to, um, you know, I have to run out and do something. Um, is it okay if I leave my daughter here? And I'm like, uh, I'm not going to say my kid's mom's name on the show. I'm like, she's not here right now. So the lady's like, oh, well, I won't be too long. I just need to leave her somewhere. I'm like, well, good luck finding someplace because you're not going to leave your naked child here with me. I'm a fucking stranger. Like, I know that leaving her with me would have been the safest place she could have possibly left her. But there's no... Like, how fucked up do you have to be? Yeah. Imagine to leave where your... that woman's mind is. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, I'm this I'm this big, scary-looking, one-eyed monster who she does not know. And she's going to leave her naked 11-year-old daughter with me? Get the fuck out of here. That shit's the... You know, there are drugs i mean any i think anything you could find darkness in it maybe but the shit like that crack and heroin and all that shit that, there's no positive thing to come from it at all you know what i'm saying there is no success story there is no uh revelation 
There is nothing, right. you know. It's, you don't there's no about, positives. You don't hear about people hooked on weed leaving their children in uh, places no. like that. <laughs> no. <fucking. laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. I just got to get this weed. I'll I mean, I know a dick. ton of people who, you know, myself included, who are daily smokers at, in the evening after work, before bed and shit like that, who are successful people do anything you know do all kinds of shit completely normal people so that stigma needs to to go away for oh, yeah. sure well that's just but the yeah you won't ruin people. your life with it i suppose maybe you could if you didn't get off your ass and get a job right. and shit if you just sat around and took bong hits all day probably if you but... overdo anything then you're bound to fail at it yeah, there's yeah, a small sure. chance there but that other shit there's no chance of success uh, yeah. at all and mushrooms it's like you know it's an experience you're never gonna be like i don't know of anybody being addicted to something like that. <laughs> Unless you're like, I gotta go back in, man. <laughs> I was inside I mean, I, a womb, man. I gotta see what the devil flower says, man. It's <laughs> on the cusp of telling me the secrets of life. <laughs> it says if I take another <laughs> hit, it's gonna reveal all to me. It's gonna come back. Yeah, I gotta go back and see that flower, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there are people who, like, fuck with it every single day but for the most part like the people who i've spoken to like mushrooms like that's not something that they do all the time you know that's something that they'll do occasionally yeah well actually there's this one lady that i knew um she used to i don't it's a little bit higher than microdosing but she would take like about a quarter of a mushroom or a half um once a week and that would keep her depression at bay yeah Mm. Yeah, yeah, those are just studies that are being done from, yeah. from what I've seen, and they're really taking it seriously because it really seems to be effective. I don't know how that shit works. I mean, it's it is. There's a reason they call it the magic mushroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with DMT, though, too, is the whole. You guys, you know, I'm sure everybody who listens is familiar with DMT at this point, but the fact that if you take it naturally, it does nothing because you have inhibitors in your body, and these right. people somehow figured out this plant and. There's, there is a whole thing to it. I mean, the idea of people, you know, standing upright because of mushrooms coming down from the trees, evolution, it's crazy shit. Mushrooms are an interesting thing, and I think they hold a lot of secrets that we don't know yet. Yeah, I really want to look into that stoned ape thing um, and yeah. do an episode mm-hmm. on that one time. Shit's crazy, man. But, dude, yeah, I don't know. I ate a lot of hallucinations. <laughs> There really is so much more that we can get into, man. I feel like this was—I feel like this was a teaser, man. We're definitely gonna have to have you back to talk about more because yeah, this he, time kind of—you didn't even tell his alien story. You, I'll tell you my quick UFO. Oh yeah, the closest yeah. thing I have to a, a UFO encounter, right. and it's weird because I don't really remember. I mean, this is fucked up, but we're coming down a road to <clears throat> the house where my band, old my band, lives, except for me a four-bedroom house but it's out in the middle of fucking this big housing it's in the middle of nowhere is this housing development of these weird houses that they built in the 70s they have big fucking solar panels on top of them and shit (laughs) anyway we're driving back out there and we're on this dark ass highway and we see a white basically a spotlight just shining down in a very random spot just on the middle of this little street where there's houses and it's bright as fuck. It's clearly shining on the ground. So we pull up to it, and the buddy in the back who has 
believes he's been abducted um, previously. He's just like, no, dude, no, no, no. And we're, I'm trying to drive just basically right underneath it. <clears throat> so, like, we're right there. All I remember is we're right there, and there's this super bright white beam coming to the ground. And right into my car, we're pulling my, I'm driving my car into it. What a dumb fucking idea. Anyway, and right as I'm like, all right, we're right there, right there. And boom. And this, the next thing is it's, I don't know, a mile, half a mile, really fucking far down in this field. And you see the, the white spotlight shining straight down and this is moving. So I don't know how it got from we're, we're nearly under it. I, I'm looking up and I'm like, oh, we're right here. And then all of a sudden, in a snap of fingers, it's all the way over there. And I don't remember having. We never saw what the light was coming out of. We were. Yeah, this is not. You know, maybe we were stoned or something. But we does not make those things happen, despite what movies yeah. and shit will tell. So it was pretty fucked up. I still don't know man, like what that was about. Holy shit, man! And did you notice any uh, any type of any time loss or anything? You know, and that's the thing. I don't. You know, I don't remember that we checked the time or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But to be really right there, and then in just that split second for it to be, I mean, right. way fucking down the way. That's why I'm thinking that there must have been some type of a time loss, man. You might have been, you might have been abducted. Yeah, you, you might have to Dude. go to memory. What, what do they call that? A past life regression therapy or some shit? Something like. I don't have to believe in that shit. But <laughs> the guy who was in the back seat saying, you know, please don't, you know, don't, don't do this, dude. He was a drummer. Of, he drummed in a ton of my bands for the years. And he has an abduction story. I can tell quickly, at least the higher points of it. Please. Uh, yeah. Secondhand from this story. So he calls me. It's, I don't know what time, late at night. And he's like, fucking come over here. And we lived in the same neighborhood. So I walk over to this place. And he is like a ghost, man. He is fucked up. Not on drugs. He's just freaking out. And he tells me the stories that they're coming back. Him and two other guys are coming back from a small town. I don't know what they were doing out there. And maybe they were stoned at best. And they saw, they started seeing this, these lights behind them. And as the lights are getting closer and closer, they're like, holy shit, what the fuck? And they're freaking out. One guy's interested and he's not. But anyway, and the lights are getting closer and closer. And then the next thing they remember is coming to looking at each other in the car and it's winter. All the car windows are down and there is a layer of thick ice on the back, on the back glass. And they all kind of come to and look at each other. And then a split second later, the radio turns on full blast. Fuck. What and they get back and there's all these other things of, he had a little bit of weed in his sock. That was gone. One guy, his shoes were, he had a bunch of like rubber cement on them to kind of like fix these sandals. It was all gone. His shoes were basically falling apart. Um, the other guy, his shoes were tied. He's like, my shoes were tied all fucked up. They looked like someone else tied them. And there was this whole thing. He wouldn't go outside. Dude. I had to like let his dogs out and let him back in and shit. He would not go outside. There's, there's other things to it, I think, to that, too. But it's a pretty crazy story. That So was that one, was that before or after your experience? That was beforehand. That's why when, when I okay, saw that so light, I was like, dude, we're going to go He's over like, no. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> now, that's, wow, dude. Like, since you mentioned that, that is something that I wanted to mention. And you, and you did remind me. I wanted to, uh, 
but this has nothing to do with you. Um, mo a lot of people who have an experience, whether it's a sighting or an abduction, they usually have more than one, at least from the stories that I've heard. Like, you know, a friend of ours from the show, our, our boy Jay from Conspiracy Cafe, has had two sightings that he can remember because I think he said that his memory only goes back to, what did he say, Blade's like nine years old or something like that? Yeah. So, like so that. there might have been some shit that he has gone through before that. But uh, previous episode that Blades and I did, we read a story about a lady in uh, Wisconsin named Deshonda Johnson. And, you know, th thinking back, we kind of we kind of poked some fun a little bit because she's had multiple experiences over the past 19 years. The most recent one that we heard that we read was just from a couple of months ago. And we kind of poked some fun a little bit, saying that she might be crazy and all of that. And I felt bad after all of that. You know, we put the episode out. There's probably never a chance of her ever hearing that. But, you know, for anybody else who might have had some type of experience, I, just for me, and nobody put me to this, but I apologize for the fun that we were making, you know, because I'm sure it was a big deal to her. And I'm never going to say that somebody's experience was fake. You know, especially she told these stories over 19 years. 2001 was the first experience that she had. So I just personally, I kind of feel bad for the fun that we were poking at. Now her. I feel like an asshole. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm putting it on myself, man. It's <laughs> not you. But I think he has multiple stories too, maybe that I don't even know. I always think about, I'm like, I should just have him do a podcast, you know, and tell me the stories. And, but I'm just lazy and I never do. And I'm like, <laughs> before my grandmother died, I'm like, oh, I'm going to record a podcast with her. I'm just going to have her do it. And then I didn't. And then she died. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, I just don't do shit. I'm just a fucking slacker. It's kind of like what we were talking about uh, um, getting together and having a Zoom set, jam session with guitars and everything. But you were like, oh, that means I, I'd have to get up and. Dude, I barely even riff anymore. I bought a new guitar. I barely even riff. Oh, I just man. play Xbox all day and just try to <laughs> not fall into de complete depression about the state of the world and the state of things. Yeah, yeah man. Everything is kind of burning down around us. Honestly, <laughs> I, like, I feel like that. Man. I'm not that dude anymore Like to be depressed or that. But it's like, I fucking feel it, man. I just wake up and I'm like, what the fuck? Here we go again. Yeah, it's yeah. another day in this. It's like... The whole world feels like a cage. It's not like it ever didn't before, but it just feels more of a cage now. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, wake up, like, oh, what did this dumb fucker say? Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate him. I wish he would die. God damn. <laughs> well, social media is a nightmare, which is why I got off of it. But, you know, I, I try to find my joy where I can. And you know, I made a lot of good friends here, including you. So, you know. Oh, yeah. I have a lot to appreciate, man. But we're we're definitely gonna wrap this up right now, man. I really appreciate you doing this with us, man. You had some really interesting stories. This was a hell of a lot of fun. Seriously, the time flew by. So I hope that you will come back and talk with us some more on here, dude. If it's this time of day, you pick a day. I'm free this time of day every day, pretty much. Cool. During the, during the weekdays, like work week shit. Yeah. yeah, we're definitely gonna do that, man. But. uh why don't you uh, plug your show, man? Let the people know where they can find you. Suplex City Limits. Yeah, I have Suplex City Limit on Twitter. Uh, we get as stone as possible. We talk about the week in wrestling. A lot of offensive humor. A lot of nonsense. You know, check it out. Everywhere podcasts are <laughs> full. 
And his co-host is the original Canadian Destroyer. Hey, you guys. A very Brady podcast. Join host Tack Van Sickle and his guest each week as they hilariously dissect the iconic TV show, The Brady Bunch, one episode at a time. He was so creepy, though. That guy was like, he's like, I guarantee you, if they could have really done the show the way they want to do it, like he was going to have a cup to the door listening in that night. (laughs) A look back at a simpler time where everything was groovy. So her kids almost wrecked their marriage. Her employee shames her and she like thanks both of them. It's awesome. So grab your potato sack and head out to the backyard for some fun. She's in her own room. Like, what did we like, tell what? her about sleeping? <laughs> like they went and got the entire family for dad to pick her up and put her in her bed two feet away from the desk. And obviously before they did that, they also said, family, go get your bathrobes. Everyone needs to be in a bathrobe. A Very Brady Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere podcasts are available. They have some compromising pictures of Alice that they could have used... Uh, to blackmail her and keep her there. Um, I've seen those pictures, and Alice is hotter than you think. I'm going to just put that out there and say it. Uh, that blue dress doesn't do justice? Uh, no, it does. For, for me, that blue dress does everything. Far out. Poor You're man, a bad man, Tack. You're a bad human. There's a lot of weird in this show. Confirmed sighting. The several videos they're talking about were recorded years ago. Footage of the sightings declassified by the military. See, see, see right there. You see it? You catch it? See what? Confirmed sighting. Sensors locking in on the target. We saw a disturbance in the water. Confirmed sighting. I think they did. Confirmed sighting. Confirmed sighting. This is where we have our guest, who today is Jim Vicious from Suplex City Limits. We have our guest talk about anything that they've been into, any type of uh, any form of uh, entertainment, be it a movie, a video game, a book, a TV series, comic book, whatever, as long as it's something that's related to basically the paranormal, the type of weird shit, maybe not even necessarily paranormal, but just any type of weird shit that you might be into. You know, it could be sci-fi, horror, uh, you know. Could it be anything. fucking, could it be Sasquatch? <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm into Sasquatch. I'm into, uh, all, all, really all manners of cryptozoology. Like, I don't believe that shit, but it is fun. I just think it's a fun it's a fun thing, man. I'll watch any television show about Bigfoot. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking to my cousin yesterday, and he told me that he's kind of hooked on all of that shit that's on, like, you know, the, whatever, the Chirabal Channel or whatever, where they're chase, trying to track down Bigfoot and all that. <laughs> Dude, I think Bigfoot's awesome. I just love I don't think that it's necessarily – I don't think it's not true. I don't think it's true. I don't have a position. I just think that it's super fun. You know, to think about <laughs> super fun. I'm not gonna go look for him, but by all means, I, I wouldn't. My my position on Bigfoot is this: since you bring him up, I think that it is possible. Um, now, a lot of people would say, you know, if Bigfoot is real, then why haven't? Why don't we have concrete evidence by now? But if like there's a lot, there's a lot of the world that we can't 
even explore yet. You know, there's a lot that we haven't explored. Uh, we don't know what the fuck is in there, man. And there's we we find different species all the time, man. They're they're they come into existence and go out of existence like almost daily. So I mean, we just don't know. They might Bigfoot might be around, and if they don't want to be found, they're not going to be found. Um, well, they find it in Africa. They found this whole you know large group of I don't know some kind of crazy ass gorillas. Or some shit that they had no idea about. They're like, oh yeah, there's see a hundred thousand of them over here. We had no idea. Yeah, see that's the thing too, man. And just like I might be wrong on this because I'm wrong about a lot of shit. You know, that's why I tell people on this show all the time. We're not experts on anything. We just have interest in this. So I always encourage people to do their own fact checking. Yeah. But I don't think I think gorillas, like just as a whole, weren't really even discovered until like the 1800s. Before that, they were they were considered cryptids. Well, yeah, I suppose by those, uh, I those imagine. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, man. So, so Sasquatch could be out there. Would you want to talk to us? You know, I understand that. Sasquatch is living. <laughs> I'm not. I'm good. <laughs> we're fucking awful, man. But you know what though? And my cousin actually uh, brought this up yesterday. He his theory, and I don't think he came up with this on his own. He probably heard it somewhere. He thinks that what people are seeing might not be a different species. They might just be sort of like an offshoot of humans who maybe thousands of years ago or whatever wandered off into the woods and just stayed there and kind of just evolved into what we know as Bigfoot. I don't know. People, some people think it's an ape, but I think, yeah, I think it's a previous version of man we know that you know there's evidence that various stages of human lived at the same time you know what right. i'm saying so that's that's my guess yeah cro-magnon or something like that maybe not cro-magnon but there's a bunch of different variants um i think it could be one of those that's probably the most logical because i don't see an ape-like creature being as smart as they say sasquatch is but Either way it goes, it's fucking interesting, man. So, yes. um, I'm into that. I'm into UFOs, space, all that shit. That's cool as hell, man. Because, I mean, you never you never really bring it up on your show. And your show is a wrestling show. So I guess it wouldn't really come up. But, you know, there's right. like Blades and I are all the way into all of this. So, I mean, it's cool that we can actually have this conversation. I'm into that. I'm into even other shit. I don't necessarily believe in ghosts, but I'm into ghost shit. I'm into all that stuff, man. I have enough ghost experience to believe in ghosts for you. So <laughs> Yeah. I've never seen shit, but I'm all about it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Alright. Well that's that, man. What do you think, Blaze? Yeah, that's good. Thank you for contacting Inhuman Resources, a QA segment where you can have your cues aid by these two jackasses. At least to the best of their limited abilities. Feel free to ask any question at all, from how to make a peanut butter sandwich, to how can I get my hot coworker to notice me, to how do manatees bang, any question at all. Just contact at IEXP underscore podcast on Twitter with the hashtag Inhuman Resources or email inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com with inhuman resources in the subject line, and we'll see what we can do about bringing you that much closer to enlightenment. 
Now transferring you over to the Inhumans and... So we got a question. We have... This question was sent in anonymously, and I guess I can kind of understand why. This one is actually a fuck, Mary kill. We don't typically do those, <laughs> but, but, you know, we, we do. We, we, we try to answer every question that we get in because, you know, we're geniuses and whatnot. So uh, we have Jim with us. Usually, uh, you know, we this is something that the Inhumans tackle ourselves. But, hey, we got Jim Vicious with us, so we're going to see what's up. Fuck, Mary kill. We have... Mac from Mac and Me. We have Meathead from Meatballs 2. And we have E.T. from E.T. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm looking at this thing from Meatballs. Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think I'm going to start off. I feel like I, the Mary is a no-brainer. I think I'm going to marry E.T. Right. You know, he likes to drink. He likes to fucking party. He's got that finger power. Right. You know, Mac doesn't really have any powers, does he? Does Mac have powers? Mac actually does kind of have powers, I think. Mm. Well, I'm going to go with Mary. Mary E.T. <laughs> Fuck Mac and kill that thing from Meatballs. Because <laughs> <laughs> that thing from Meatballs is terrifying. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. Very fair, man. Uh, Blaze, what about you? Um, no. All right, so I'm, I haven't seen Mac and Me in a very long time. Now, this is the movie with those aliens who love to drink Diet Pepsi. Uh, I think it's Coke. Diet oh, Coke. Oh, okay. Coke. Okay. And they eat at McDonald's because yeah. McDonald's yes. actually like aid for that motherfucker. Yes, <laughs> they did. Look. I'm glad you mentioned that because from what I remember, Mac and Me was probably the first movie that was real heavy on product placement. Like they actually had the rights to Ronald McDonald. So they had the real Ronald McDonald in that movie. The real one. <laughs> you know, there was the actually real a real Ronald McDonald. <laughs> 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 the idea that there's the real one. I mean, it was... <laughs> There was an actual actor who they had in all of the commercials, but they had that guy. He okay, was so real with it. am I wrong? Or I seem to remember not only did they enjoy Coca Cola, but Coca Cola saved them. Is that? Is that a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. a thing where they're like if weak or something? Coca Cola like saved them. It yeah, nourished their it, dying bodies. Yes. Like <laughs> <laughs> magic. And I remember as a kid thinking that if I drank it, I would like become healthier or something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> effective. There you go. That, that fucking advertising in a nutshell. Yeah, that's that's effective right advertising right there. I need this shit to live. I'm not going to die here. I'm not going to die here. Not when I've got a can of Coke. <laughs> After we left the theater, we went to McDonald's and I got a Happy Meal and a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great now. They made that movie, as I heard they did. You think that they would have had toys for that? I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember the Muppet Baby toys coming out of that. Oh, you know what? I, yeah, 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 yeah. They did. I think um, they did have sure Happy did. Meal toys. Yeah, I'm sure they did. The ones I remember yeah. were the, like, the Transformers that transformed into like a burger and fries and shit. Those I remember that. I remember that. It was on eBay the other day. Like, man. Whole <laughs> <laughs> set. Yeah. <laughs> I want all those Transformers. Dude, I have the 
I just sold off a lot of toys and shit. I try to get rid of it. I collect that shit pretty not badly anymore, but I did. Yeah, I'm, I'm a legit Hulk collector. I have um, I have a huge Incredible Hulk collection. Um, like toys, uh, blankets, pillows, Pez dispensers, uh, shampoo, anything you can think of. I have two pinball machines. Anything you can think of that has the Hulk on it, I own. You have the pinball machine? Uh, not like the big, huge one. Um, you know, it's fairly big, but not like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not, I couldn't, couldn't do that. I'm a <laughs> oh, that's cool. All right. So you've got Man, the we... Incredible Hulk underoos. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, in the package. Yeah, you go, boy. <laughs> we're, we're doing a we're doing a lot to uh, for for Blades to avoid answering this question. I really want to avoid this. <laughs> I I don't like it. Can I kill all three of them? No, that's not an option. That is not an option, man. We're geniuses, and we got the question. I bet you couldn't kill E.T. if I put a gun in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> These precious man. Oh. Couldn't do it. All right, so let's see. Hmm. You gotta think. Who do you want to spend the rest of your life with, man? First, uh, Mac is pretty cool. So yeah, um, Mac, I'd say Mary. Um, yeah. Kill, kill the meatball, and FET. Huh. Wow. Really? Okay. <laughs> I guess so, man. You know what? For mine, I would say out of the three of them, E.T. probably seems like the most fun to fuck. But... <laughs> it's got that extending deck and shit. Oh, Jesus, Bobby. You just brought back a bad memory about ribbing. <laughs> you know what, though? I, no, I think it's like E.T. I think Mac, Mac has the old face, though. You know, Mac the problem I had after I finished with it I picked mine and I was like, man, Max kind of childlike, and that's the one I fuck. It's a little disturbing. And you know what, though? Mac is also like, that whole movie was nothing but a uh, McDonald's version of an ET ripoff. Yeah. Um, but still, I guess out of the three, I'm probably going to fuck Mac. Um, I, I would marry ET, I guess, because, I mean, ET is just lovable, man. ET is the real deal. Yeah. So I'm going to marry ET. <laughs> and unfortunately, I guess, like, Meatball. Meat, meathead. Nobody gives a fuck about meathead, man. Meathead it just takes everybody says kill. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't stand a fucking chance. So. Yeah. The most interesting of those natured questions, not to hijack your segment, but I will, was sent in to us by Verbs on our show, and I thought it was so profound. It's like, would you rather sit on a cake and suck a dick, or sit on a dick and eat a cake? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that question. Look, man, I'm glad you brought that up, man. Verbs is a genius. That's our fucking brother. That is our boy. <laughs> to which I can't believe you, anybody would pick anything other than sitting on a dick and eating cake. <laughs> That's the only option. <laughs> only option. <laughs> At least you get to enjoy the cake. Uh, there's a show, I can't remember which show because I used to listen to a ton of wrestling podcasts, but somebody, and forgive me if it was your own show, but somebody would always take it upon themselves to throw in a third option of New Jack, which is just to have New Jack come in and just stab you. <laughs> Not us. Oh, man. So I, I choose New Jack. <laughs> option <laughs> but, three, motherfucker. 
<laughs> but there we go. Fuck Mary Kill uh, to the, the weirdo who sent in that question. We gave legit answers. And anybody else who has answers to those, let us know because I'm interested in knowing which robot, which robot, fuck robots, <laughs> which uh, alien you want to bang which one you want to spend the rest of your life with. And if you want to send in a question of your own, it's easy to get in contact with us. You can hit us up on Twitter at IEXP underscore podcast with the hashtag inhuman resources or at inhuman experience podcast 19 at gmail.com with inhuman resources in the subject line. And once again, we thank you for listening to the inhuman experience. Um, If you would like to support us, get exclusive patreon only episodes where we have a, a lot of extra shows we have a lot of bonus material and also i'm going to be uploading ad free episodes on the patreon for your listening pleasure if you'd like to hear them without ads um you just take yourself to patreon.com forward slash inhuman ex podcast if you want to support us by buying some merch, you could go to tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash IEXpod. And I strongly encourage you to leave a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Apple Music, whatever it's called now. Or just go to podchaser.com, look us up there, and you can leave a five-star review. We will definitely read it, and we will give you a shout-out. And if for some reason you haven't heard enough of me, you can check me out on some of my other projects, such as Saturday Morning Cartoons. That's Morning with a U. It's not my show. The show belongs to Dave Trumbor and Sean Paul Ellis. I have a segment on there. Also, Dave has written a book that you can check out on Amazon. You can buy it on Amazon, actually. It's not a library, but it's called The Science of Breaking Bad. So go ahead and do that. You can also check me out with my partners, Yuck Nasty and Papa Dave Sincere on Planet Tour. And we do have another <laughs> venture, don't we, Blades? No, we do, we do. Uh, if you, As if you haven't had enough of Bobby Anthem, just think about getting Bobby Anthem, myself, and Jay from Conspiracy Cafe. Uh, put us all three together in a room and we talk a massive shit and it's a lot of fun. It's called Inhuman Cafe. You can check those podcasts out any and everywhere. If you're hearing this, you can hear those. That's right. It, I think if you've already, if you're subscribed to us and Conspiracy Cafe, then you're probably already subscribed to Inhuman Cafe. It makes sense. You're smarter than we are. So use that Use that big, juicy brain. Right. Of you're also, definitely while, smarter. <laughs> while you're using that big, juicy brain, use that big, juicy brain to hit us up, get in contact with us. You can do that on Twitter at IEXP underscore podcast. Or on Gmail at inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.